Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Hoofball Podcast. My name's Hamish and as always I'm joined by my two co-hosts Ben and Hugh. If you boys want to say hello. Hiya. Hi there. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say I'm going to go get a glass of water and then oh. you started and I was like okay <laughs> let's just, just go. Do you want it? You go. No? We yeah, good? It's not right. literally asked a minute ago. This week on the pod, we've got our usual Prem and Championship roundup, some Scottish football news, and some fantasy football stuff as well, as always. Not a particularly exciting week. Hugh, any thoughts on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Are you still drunk? Yeah, well, I was going to ask. I, to say, when this week started, I felt the worst I have felt in a long time. <laughs> as an understatement. <laughs> oh... Uh, just Great so everyone's weekend. aware, if you're listening, Hugh is a Rangers fan. You probably figured that one out. Um, <laughs> yeah, good good weekend for you. Great yeah. weekend. And it was Celtic that lost it as well, rather than you having to win it. That's quite exciting. Didn't even didn't even lose their game. Didn't even lose their game. That, they might as well have done. You know what? I get stressed watching old firms. Right. Yeah. That was another level. Yeah. <laughs> that game, literally, result didn't matter. In theory, no, but do you win it next week if not next week, the week after? Exactly, but it was still one of the most stressful games yeah. I've ever watched. It's because should we? We'll just should we just talk about them first? Now that we're here, yeah, we'll just what, do the, it the the Celtic game. So Celtic no, were no, not no. good. Celtic, I I disagree. Were I good. They just actually, couldn't finish their dinner. Okay, they weren't good the in the last final third. Yeah, I thought it was one of the best performances they've actually had. Yeah. This season for quite a while. Yeah. Um, I guess it's fair. They just couldn't... Just couldn't finish. Just couldn't finish. Even even you can say Segrist had how many saves he got. <laughs> um, the number. So many of those not, saves were McGregor the, passing the ball to him, yeah, essentially. Yeah, not to take anything away from him, but a lot of them were straight at him. Yeah. yeah. And there was maybe one or two good diving saves, but... Hamish, what was the stat you said? In regards to secret saves, oh what? Yeah, um, by half time, by half time, he had more saves than any other keeper did on the day before. Yeah, it's pretty. I think it was even before half time. I'm pretty sure it was like the thirty fifth minute. I think it, yeah. as he made his seventh save, I think was when it ha- was. Yeah, he made. Just, I'll just find the number. Uh, the total. Twelve saves. That's crazy. But well, I, right, I and how many of them were actual saves? Um, and not just catching the ball. Five were diving saves. That's yes. pretty good. Yeah. Five out of seven, I mean, it's even half. I, I, the thing is, I thought Dun United were pretty good as well. Obviously, but, up top, they were lacking a bit. As the game went on, they did grow into it. Um, McNulty... <laughs> should have scored. He could have had, like, two or three. Yeah. Arguably um, should have. Never mind, yeah. should have. Yeah. Like, there were so many chances. Or even, you should have at least gotten a, a few assists. Like, instead of shooting, you could have just done square it to a guy that's running through one-on-one. Yeah. Um, him, him bloody and Scott Bain's nose was It was funny. great. That gave me a good laugh. Scott Bain, was... it's just, I don't know how he's managed to not get his hands on it. Yeah, and this I thought, like, oh, great save. And then it comes to the replay of him, just, like, bounced off the ground into his face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... That'd be funny impressively bad from him. I've got a stat here, actually. Celtic had 27 total shots. Uh, only, tw- uh, not only, but 12 of which were on target. But of those 12 shots, only two were 
big chances. Or like, like goal scoring. Two were like goal scoring like, so ten were outside the box. Picks so ten, ten were just not particularly goal score opportunities. There was a yeah. couple of absolute sitters. And El Yunusi yeah. with the header and Griffiths. Maybe? Oh, the Griffiths one. He's, all he has to do is just, Griffiths is practically in the net. Yeah, all he has to do is put it at the front post and say he's got a cross goal. Yeah. It's just, oh. I and then it was also the one from like a corner comes in. Yeah. Uh, edge of the six yard box. I think that's El Yunusi's one, I think. Uh, Griff- that Griffiths one, one was a header, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them were headers. Both of them were headers, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, so two big chances. Considering they, they created 20 chances, but only yeah. two of them were goal-scoring chances, which is just... Uh, how? <laughs> they took uh, 16 shots inside the box, and they took 11 from outside the box. Jeez. How many of the 11 were Christie? <laughs> <laughs> you get good odds on over 7.5 there, I reckon. Yeah. I think McGregor took that duty off them actually on Sunday. He had quite a few shots. There was there was some that looked like they were just going to put be put right in the side net and like a quality yeah shot, and then they were just like flying white. Yeah, Ryan Christie only took or two no shots. To be fair, Cal McGregor took four, and El Yunusi had seven. That's... I don't even remember that. Did El Yunusi start the game? Yeah, he did. He was he started up top alongside Edward. Uh... Because oh, it was okay, Turnbull behind. I thought it was Christie who started up. Christie also started. He was not in, a striker. In the whole. Elianusi was yeah. up front. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just it it was a a uh, performance is the word I'm looking for. I just that mind. It was it was a performance. It was a performance that sums up Celtic's season. Yes. I would say. Pretty like no banging. matter what, they just can't get. They just the couldn't put the ball in the net. Um, yeah, which again we say, or I don't know, we I say every single week. Celtic normally do have games like that, but they will score once or twice. I was absolutely confident they were scoring the last uh, fifteen minutes. I think something like nineteen of their goals this season have been in the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, I, I feel like, like Ali McCoy with all these stats tonight. <laughs> when they were bringing on Griffiths, I was like, oh, he's just. He's and when Forrest came on as well. Yeah. Oh, see when see when they both came on, I was like, so far like. Nice to see him back, to be fair. Yeah, um, good, good for Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> That's... That's the most Rangers answer. Like, to that. you know what? I would be absolutely happy for Celtic to go on and win... All their games. No, not all their games. All their all games, but the one on the 21st. <laughs> yeah, and the one, whatever, after the split. On the split, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, but I'd be happy for Ryan Christie to get in the form of his life, James Forrest to come back, and somehow to be able to run like twice as fast as he could before. <laughs> his little coat hanger arms. David Turnbull to continue his form so he can get in the I, team. I don't think he's going to go anyway. No, I don't think he's. Don't think he's making the. He probably won't. But especially with uh, Ryan Gold available, he's been given his international oh, yeah, clearance. So well, has he? He's able to. He's able to be picked there. Ah, he's been yeah. doing decent. Sorry, he's been doing decent. Um, he has been. In that game, I noticed how often, especially in the last half an hour, 20 minutes, when Lung United were constantly just trying to counter, and yeah. all their counters failed, essentially. Lauren Shankland was absolutely gagging for a goal. He oh, was he screaming was, at his teammates who didn't pass him the ball. Yeah. Lauren Shankland, I thought, actually played pretty well. But see, at the end of the game, whenever he made a run, I thought he was going to pass out. Like, oh, he, he was, was absolutely shattered. He had nothing left in the tank. 
He played that game like it was an old firm and he was playing for Rangers. Like he, that's, the closest, yeah. that's the closest he's gonna get to an old firm game, probably. So probably. But see see even with all the counterattacks that Dundee United were having, though sometimes mm-hmm. it's like four on three. And they still wouldn't even get the shot away. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how. I think they were, I they were trying not too much to like yeah. pass it through. I think because they were probably a bit nervous, to be fair. Three points for them there would have been huge in terms yeah, of that, their season. Yeah, because that draw confirms they can't get top six. Oh, does it? Yeah. that As a Rangers fan, that was a great result. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um... But they had they had the chances to win it. They did. And honestly, Mickey Mellon, oh, what a prick! Just he was bringing on strikers. What was he doing? He was, yeah. He was great. <laughs> he just kept bringing on attacking players. I was like, stop it now! Like, I know, I know you're going for a win, but I honestly don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit mad, then. What? So St Johnston could still get top six, right? Uh, yeah, I think so because. Okay. I mean, technically, Dundee could get sixth, but there's a seven-goal difference swing they've got to uh, beat. So the chances are no. St. Johnson could do it if St. Mern lose. No, they're not playing against St. Mern. Yeah, so I mean, huge result that for Scottish football. It, It was funny that it was Dundee United that did it. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be said. Give me a good laugh. Um, I saw a good interview with Cedric Keaton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because Seagus is Swiss. Swiss? Swiss. Um, so is it in, in the interview. I was just like, have you called him yet to say thank you? <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, no. I don't know him. <laughs> like, we, we played under 21's football together at one point. But, <laughs> like, that's a weird thing to say. Yeah, it just gave me a good laugh. He was unbelievable. And I think next year, in terms of uh, fantasy as well, he's definitely got to be the keepers a goal for it, assuming he's still at the club. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, when they include the saves, then it's going to be, he's going to be getting absolute numbers. I'll see down the English uh, fantasy league. Yeah. How many saves does it you get for a point? Um, I think it's three, then five. Is it three, then five? Okay. What, and that's it? can't remember. My goalkeepers yeah. don't get many saves. <laughs> no. Well, that's why it would probably be less for the points. Let me check. I'd be surprised if... I'd be somewhat surprised if he was still done United next season, considering how good he's been. Yeah. I'd be shocked if Celtic don't go for him. I Yeah, I said that after the game. I was like, I could see them buying him just because of how good he was, and the fact he's better than Scott Bain. And Barkas, probably. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. Do you think when, when Scott Bain went Celtic, did he not have quite a good record? Where was he before again? Dundee. Oh, yeah. Had, in theory, Hibs. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he he'd just signed for Hibs and then... <laughs> on loan from Dundee. And then Dundee sold him to Celtic. Nice. While he was at um, Easter Road. <laughs> A goalie earns one point for every three saves they make in a game. Okay. Okay. So I assume yeah. it would be the same. So, so that would be four, four points, points. <laughs> plus the clean sheet. Plus the clean sheet, yeah. That would be a big game for Big Benji. 
fair play to him. All right, uh, should we just go from the top now then? After talk yeah. about slagging yeah. off Celtic, uh, so St Johnston <laughs> slagging off Celtic, slag off my favourite. <laughs> uh, yeah, St Johnston beat Hibs, which is really funny. <laughs> Liam Craig the score as well, just even a bit funnier. It was a great goal, by the oh, way. Great goal, yeah. And what was Marciano complaining about after the goal? Is he just complaining like no one shut him down? Or is it like... Uh, yeah. Probably. I didn't see any actual problem. Probably screaming at the defenders for not closing him down, which is understandable. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, it was a nice goal from him. Argument but, for a Hibs penalty in the first half. What, the Boyle one? I'm not sure about it. Uh, yeah. I don't think so. Not a but even, even though, right, we can, like, it's a funny result against Hibs. They were the dominant team in that game. Hibs? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They were like, very good. If, if you're having 13 shots and only two on target, that's piss poor. Yeah. I think Hibs were dominant in their last game as well, and even the game before that, and both games, they still didn't win either. It's very Hibs to do that. I mean, we see it constantly. They are, they are the Celtic of Edinburgh. But They're like, green. Like, worse. In but every worse. imaginable way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they only had two shots on target with their uh, thirteen shots. Um, but yeah, it is just it's them all over. Like they do that all the time, all the time. Uh, Kevin Nisbet started, uh, which was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck all. But, Absolutely. Um, um, I brought I him in for Dodge. I I don't get it. Like they they're playing two up top. Yeah, correct. But they're not playing two natural streakers up top. No. Although Boyle just played quite well in that role. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think Hibs just play better when they're playing Nisbet and Deutsch. Yeah. And like even so they had thirteen shots. But I'm pretty sure before they brought Deutsch on, they only had about five or six. <laughs> yeah. And then they bring one and they were like they just seemed a lot better. I think that uh there must be something like Doidge and Nisbet must not gel or something like that. Like, for them, I, I mean, also there's the fact that Jack Ross is tactically inept. But, um, yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, there must be something going on there. I feel like he likes playing Boyle up front. He, Boyle's been playing up front for a while. I think Boyle's about the only attack that's scored of late. Yeah. Because yeah, Doidge so. hasn't done much recently. And Nisbet's not scored a goal since January. Yeah, uh, Hibs have been very much letting me down in terms of fantasy, which I'm happy that they're losing, but I'm not happy that Martin Boyle has been my captain two weeks in a row now and has accumulated four points total. So, and Doig didn't play either for you, did he? Doig played. Did he, come? he did play. Yeah, he played, uh, but they got... Out of, of Hibs' last six goals, Boyle scored four. <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah, and he used to play wing-back for them. Yeah. He's like Callum yeah. Patterson, but Irish. And worse. And not Irish. He's not, not Irish. Irish. Definitely Australian. <laughs> Australian or Scottish. <laughs> Whoopsies. Ben doesn't believe that. He's doing that. <laughs> he's Googling it. I'm just double checking. No, I'm yes. not right. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I believe you. Uh, but yeah, I've got three Hibs players in and they all did fuck all accumulatively. But they also play uh, in a second game, right? They, they're one of the ones... Oh, they're one of, okay, I don't feel that bad about that then. So, they're playing Ross County. 
hopefully they can absolutely... Oh, Ross County are going to beat them because Ross County need to win. Yeah, well, Ki- well, the only hope for that is Killy managed to score a goal. Two goals against Ross County. Therefore, Hibs should score at least one goal. And hopefully for me, that that, that goal scorer is Kevin Nisbet. Hopefully what happens is Martin Boyle scores a hat-trick, Josh Doig scores, and Paul McGinn scores, but then Ross County score eight. One more than that. And still win. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I would like, personally. Um, I'd love that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be nice. Great. It'd be fun. I'd enjoy but it. But a week next week, there's going to be a pretty boring weekend for Scottish football. It's going to be a pretty weekend. Unless yeah. Aberdeen set a new manager. True. I don't think that'll happen to the end of the season, though. Speaking of, um, <laughs> what was this little rotation? <laughs> you mentioned Aberdeen, and I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, they played. <laughs> um, yeah, Aberdeen drew against Hamilton, which, as a result, ended in Derek McInnes. Did he leave? Did he get you, sacked? Did it come out? Parted ways. Parted the classics. Mutual, mutual agreement. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it I'm is... Up on, I, I've got a name for that game. Go on, then. Two least adventurous teams in the league, Derby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like I'm fucking wrong. That's fair. It, um, if you are an Aberdeen fan or a Hamilton fan and you paid money to watch that game, I feel <laughs> so bad for you. Because, oh, no. Just, wow. Just, just yeah. The, the wild thing is, Aberdeen had chances. Yeah. Like... It was just <laughs> the amount of chances from the penalty spot that went wide to the post <laughs> was outstanding. Who was it as well? Is it Canberry? Somehow doesn't score uh, when he's inside the box. He like turns back on himself. Yeah. I think. Uh, I don't know how. It was like he was scared to shoot. But yeah, that was kind of funny. I think. I think Aberdeen was scared to score. Maybe they just wanted Derek McInnes gone, and that's yeah. why. Maybe. The players like, we, players like, ah, we're done. We're done. We're just going to keep him missing. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, I don't think it's the players' choice that they're missing. I think they're maybe just bad. Cause, see the amount that just went wide to the post? Do you think they change with goals that are just slightly too big? So <laughs> a little bit to the left. Do they change with those five-a-side goals that are really wide but really short? <laughs> <laughs> still wouldn't score in them. It was just bad. It was very Derek McInnes. Um, it was. And I, I tweeted from the Hoofball account, at HoofballPod, follow us on Twitter. Um, I tweeted saying that uh, I think it is a positive move because the, as long as Derek McInnes is there, they're only going sideways, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think in a season like we've had this year, where Celtic are underperforming, albeit still like accumulating a lot of points. Like, they're still... Getting a lot, like if we're still averaging over two points a game, they're still doing well yeah. for a team, but badly yeah. for Celtic. Um, okay, in a yeah. season like that, they should be Aberdeen should have been like knocking on the door of second place. Mm-hmm. Hibs should have been knocking on the door of second place as well. I think it's mental that neither of them can even get close. Like they're both still miles away. Yeah, just looking at that Aberdeen squad, right? Whoever comes in. Is that another case of a rebuild job? And you've got so much dead wood to get rid of. 
Can, We've also got quite a lot of exciting young players. Like, yeah, that, there's no, there's no in between. For a while. But then you've also got players like Johnny Hayes and Niall McGinn. They also have no strikers after this season. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, um, Callum Hendry? He's on loan. He's on loan. All oh. three of their strikers are on loan. Um, Connor McClellan. McLennan. Is he not a cat? And uh, the thingy, thingy that he loaned up to Hamilton. Bruce Anderson is on loan. Yeah. So they get him back. Not not quality to be pushing for. <laughs> no, true. I think they've... they've Defensively, they're quite decent. They're, I mean, they're very soft. That's why he plays five at the back, yeah, so they can't concede. Their midfield are like McCrory, Ferguson, even Villa McGeek, like is all right. It's just tragic up top, like absolutely tragic. Yeah. And they they they're playing against the Hamilton side, who are relegation fodder, in essence. Yeah. Um, Plus Ross Callahan. Me plus Ross Callahan, yeah. <laughs> um, like, you should be doing more against them. Aye. I feel. Uh, like, if you can't score against Hamilton, then who can you score against? There's just, there's just not enough creativity, really, up top. Hamilton no. have conceded 57 goals this season. That's shocking. That's poor. Ross Callahan conceded 56. Cheers. I've, I've, just, I've just been having a look at that, and I, I pose the question, is it a rebuild job? And we kind of said maybe, but see, looking at the defense, hold. Hoban's twenty-seven. That's fine. And he's the youngest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Constantine's thirty. Constantine's thirty-three. Lewis is thirty-three. Lewis and Hoban are thirty-three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joe Lewis has got a contract of twenty-four. He's fine. Yeah, Lewis Joe Lewis will be fine. Yeah, that's he's still I, all right. I can see Ash Taylor staying for another year or two. Yeah, but I still think you need to go a level above. Yeah. A level above Andy Considine. There is a level above Andy Considine. What are you going to clarify there? You, you can't get better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah McGee in midfield. McGee's only 28. Fuck it, he can stay. They've got another youngster in midfield as well. For yeah, their own academy. Um, Niall McGinn. Campbell. Yeah. If we're not now again. Yeah, but uh, but the, that's the thing. Dean Campbell's still too young. Yeah, I can see them getting an um, other Campbell from Motherwell. Alan. Alan Campbell. Alan, if they're wanting to play like three that. midfield, it's going to be at Hearts next season, I'm afraid, mate. Yeah, just like Finley was going like, to Hearts. I'd, I'd just like him to move to a club that's not Motherwell. Ah, uh, you support Inverness, so. <laughs> that's just, no, we'll get onto that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, big. Big big point for Hamilton if we look at uh, from the other side, um, especially after Ross County beat Killy. That's yeah, a yeah. vital point to Nick. That bottom three could actually be quite exciting. Yeah, it's quite exciting. Yeah, it's quite it's, exciting. Yeah, as someone that's got Ross Callahan in their team, wasn't so ideal, but at least he got a clean sheet, so three points rather than two. I will happily take that. If three points going to be the minimum, then I'm more than happy with it. Aye. Imagine Hamilton and County won at the weekend. <laughs> it, would put, it would put Kelly four points adrift at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, if Hamilton win their next game, I'm actually not sure that, that they won't. You know why they won't? Why? Because it's Livy. Actually, they might because it's Livy. <laughs> I, yeah. I changed my whole statement. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, speaking of Louvi, um, they've lost again, um, which is sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Not great from them. They've not won the last five. You know what I'm actually really, really happy about as well is in this game, I benched uh, Devontae Cole so that I could get John Guffrey in because he's on a double game week. So I was was, was quite happy with that uh, because he scored twice and won the penalty. And won the penalty, yep. Oh, yeah, I forgot no, to he say. Got an assist. He didn't win the penalty. He just got an assist. I've got to say, I benched both my Dun United defenders. <laughs> and Joe Lewis. No! So I've got Why 20 points score? on the bench. Who's your other goalie? Ross Laidlaw, because they had a double game week. So I thought he could maybe keep a clean sheet against <laughs> one of the teams. <laughs> you benched the Aberdeen keeper against Hamilton for the Ross County keeper. But they were playing Killy. Who's who's what can you play in Hibs? <laughs> ben, no wonder I'm overtaking you this week. Oh, it was Cup Week, Ben. You're <laughs> the most points. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, I thought no. it was like golf. Oh, dear. I'm yeah, you, you tweet that excuse. Fuck. That's um. Yeah, no, that's an error. Oh, I also did. I've got Guthrie. Uh, and I captained him, which is great that he could see three goals. So that chopped off four points. And he got a yellow, so that chopped off two. So that he got rid of his assist. The last five games have been defeat. Our draws and defeats. It's double game week, mate. Mate, I've ice captained this bit. I've had a shocker. <laughs> I, sh- I should have, you know. How many points are you on? 42, with minus four transfers. I should have captained Kent. To be honest. That's nowhere near as bad as I thought you were going to be. You got more points than I do. It's because I've got Kent, Hadji, and Barisic. Oh, I suppose, actually. Oh, I've got, I actually started James Forrest, but then he decided to come on and concede two goals. So that was nice. <laughs> yes, you got no, no J- James Forrest was denied a goal, which I'm not happy about. And Milamid did fall. Locked off the line, fuming. <laughs> Could have been it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Motherwell, Motherwell looked uh, shockingly good. Yeah, that Roberts that he's loaned out from Hearts. Jordan he's done great the past three weeks. He looks so decent. He yeah, maybe maybe the championship was just beneath him. And when he gets <laughs> yeah, to the maybe maybe Hearts is beneath him. We're better than Motherwell. Come on. Not this season. Yeah. You know what's winding yeah. me up? Me. Constantly. <laughs> yes. Also, was it? along with that is Declan Gallagher should be trying to get into the form of his life. Yeah. He just doesn't want to sign, he doesn't want an extra year. Oh, is he injured? Oh, he got subbed no. on. Wait, he got, he got subbed on. Yeah, uh, sub appearances don't count the contract. It's only Starks. <laughs> it might actually I think be. that was it. I think that was it. They subbed him on the first minute of every <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, come on. But yeah, uh, I mean... Devontae Cole looks great. I'm terrified to put him back into my team because he, prior to the last couple of weeks, he's been really inconsistent. Is it Devontae or Devante? Devontae. No idea. I'd say Devontae. Um, well, yeah, I got I got rid of him last week and then he Good. scored and assisted. And then this week he scored two. Oh, sorry, did I, he score two? I got rid of him about three weeks ago, which yeah. is it's so frustrating. 
Yeah. It's very frustrating. But yeah, Livy, Livy are looking like they're in a bit of a, a pickle. They were at one stage knocking on the door of European football and um, they fought off, they're what, nine points behind? Yeah, they were, they were at one stage best of the rest and there is now no best of the rest. Everyone below Celtic is too inconsistent. In my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Arguably St. Johnson. Of late. Yeah. But yeah. Who, but it's, it's a real shame what's happened to Libby. I think maybe they just need to grind it out the rest of the season and hopefully Martindale can... Martindale can, you know, use preseason to build the team to what he wants. Yeah, sorry, there was a brief pause there because Ben just sent a photo very confused why Google is showing Tony Watt's name as A. Watt because his name is obviously Anthony, Anthony. not Tony. <laughs> I was confused what you were confused about. I've never seen that on FIFA. I'll just shorten it to A. Watt, uh, T. Watt, sorry. Well, yeah, because he's known as, but his name is Anthony. Oh, that's so funny. That's so weird. It just really threw me off. Why is that weird? Anyone that's ever been called Tony has been called Anthony. How many Tonys are there? I don't Apart from know. Tony McDonald. Anthony McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That was the point I was making. Anthony McDonald. <laughs> to be fair, people actually do call him Anthony. People don't call Tony Watt Anthony. If you went on his Twitch stream and was like, Oi, Ant, what's up? How do you know? <laughs> do you know the Italian voice? Oh, you're an idiot. Football, isn't it? Idiot, idiot, idiot. My apologies. Yeah, well, good times. He got subbed off, did, uh, did, did Anthony. Um, he did? Yeah. The Ant-Man. The Ant-Man? Um, the Warzone he, Meister? Yeah, he must have been injured, right? No idea. Oh, he got We're just not very good. Minute. So, presumably, was injured. <laughs> uh, we will move on to the penultimate game that we'll talk about. Uh, a very good comeback from Ross County playing against Kilmarnock in what is a huge three points for Ross County. Yeah, uh, arguably yeah. the biggest game of the weekend. Possibly the biggest six-pointer of this season so oh, far. Oh, we love a six-pointer. Nothing better. Definitely the biggest game of the weekend. I can't think of any games that would be bigger. Um, no. So when you look at it on paper as well, it looks like they're like, oh, they've come back because Kilmarnock have got a red card. That red card came in the 90th minute or like 89th. That's crazy. Yeah. It was the defender who'd been yellow carded like early on in the game. He was wanting to take a free kick. They just wanted to put the ball at the pitch and he said something to the lino and you could hear the lino from the highlights and he was saying, oh, give him a yellow card for what he said. So the record was set off. So the keeper had to run up and take the free kick to kick them out of the park. The thing is, I when I was watching the highlights, I just saw the last goal and turned it off. Nah, was watch it, it. Watch was it. Was it the centre back that got booked yeah. earlier in the game for the weakest foul? Yeah, ever saw? the one because oh, they actually so showed weird. the highlight for the yellow, which I was like, "Why are you showing that?" Melon, that's so fucking funny. Yeah, take a look. It's very funny. Uh, Hugh, you're very happy yeah, with a, a certain ex Rangers striker. Oh, yes. It was your Lafferty show. Mate, see, midway through the Celtic game, I saw a tweet that says Kyle Lafferty has scored the last four times Rangers have won a Scottish Premiership. He's scored on that weekend. You just knew it was happening, didn't you? That's actually, that's, yeah, fair enough. I wish I'd known that. I would have got him in. 
No one ever thought it was a good idea to get him in, to be fair. Well, he, thought, he did nothing. I thought Celtic had just uh, got a new manager. We got the same Got a notification that says Celtic are delighted to announce a pre contract, and I was like, no way. Not look same notification there, it's funny. Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday unhappy about this I saw online. Um yeah. Looking at it legally, like if it was something, I don't know. Tap Wait, if up. what was legal? The way Celtic have contacted the player and all that. Tapping up, are we all that kind yeah. of thing? But yeah, um, huge, huge three points for uh, Ross County in the grand scheme of things. Billy Mackay yeah. back in the goals for what feels like the first time in ages. Yeah, yeah. I thought all of the of all of Ross County's goals were actually really good. Yeah, like. Very good. Um, and laugh at his first one's a nice strike. I mean, it took a defla- yeah, he took the first shot, it was blocked, and then obviously the second shot was actually a very good comeback from Ross County. It was. Some yeah. nice goals as well. Um, we'll move on to what was also arguably one of the biggest games of the weekend. Uh, Rangers scraped past. St. Mirren uh, with you know th- three three rubbish rubbish goals um, yeah. against St. Mirren. Ryan Kent's goal was a beauty. Oh, mate, it was so good. The classic Ryan before, Kent. Before we get onto that, just imagine like going into your work and getting that reception. Yeah. <laughs> like I wonder, I wonder what Stephen Gerrard said to them before that game, because the players. You, you assume yeah, like you assume that. You beat St. Mirren. Do you just go with any normal team talk, or do you kind of like put an extra bit of pressure on the team? Like you have to go out. I don't. Way. I don't we, think we don't let it. this slip. Is that what you said? <laughs> I I honestly don't think he needs to say much. No, yeah. like he's like just 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 that's the it. reason why pointing out the dressing room window. Go like, play football. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Assigned to assistant manager, and then just walks in. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great button. Button? Button? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, in terms of fantasy, that was a great game for you. I almost said Blair. Ben. Sorry. Yes, it was. So um, yeah, great game for you, Ben. 25 uh, points from that game. Ryan Kent, Haji, and then you said you had Barisic as well. I was just, All that was missing was a Barisic assist or a pen. No, Barisic, he just got the clean sheet. Um, yeah. But yeah, Kent got goal and assist, and then Haji was also in the goals. Um, Lovely stuff. I got yeah. Connor Gould to assist from that game. So that's what happened. That Alfred and Morelos. Oh, is it? Um, assist is generous. Oh no, it's it? like it's a beauty of a pass. I mean, does it get Five better? <laughs> does it? Five yards to a player that does a wee jink and then hits a great shot. Oh, yeah, cracking assist. No, it's great. It's a very Sergio Busquets assist. He's got like, <laughs> those, like three assists where it's like, did you just pass it to Messi and Messi's run through the whole team? <laughs> yeah. I think I've just compared Ryan Kent to Messi, but we'll move past that swiftly. Um, yeah, Alfred Abrello scored, which is nice. Kamara Donna in the assists, and then um, Hadji scoring off a Ryan Kent assist, as we said. Big game. Yeah. Classic Rangers performance. Hadji's goal was... Won very well, easily. Yeah, that's the thing that it looks like Rangers have really... Like, Jordan to do is, like, just get in the game early. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Kent's goal comes pretty quick. I think it was the first 15 minutes. He scored two really quickly. And yeah. I thought it was going to be an absolute rout. I thought it could have been five or six. 
But then when we start the second half, it takes us 46 seconds to get up the park and score. Yeah. And Hadji's goal's great. Just, he could have had it first time. And then he just kind of keeps like taking it to the side. Yeah. The goalies on his ass, and there's three mm-hmm. players in the line, and then he just blasts it in, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, it's classic. I still thought Alnwick played quite well. Yeah. He made some good saves. It was a really unorthodox save that he made. Which he was like, he's, it's blasted and it bounces just in front of him. And he has to like get a leg to it to put it over the bar. It's really weird. And he's a he's a good keeper. He's a very he's a, good yeah, decent keeper. Another keeper that's better than Scott Bain. Yeah. Maybe not. No, I don't think so. It's funny to say. It's funny to say. It's very funny to I say. I don't know if I necessarily agree though, but No. Yeah, uh, the, I mean, the players celebrated thoroughly after that. Did, despite yeah. having not won the but league I, yet. But well, I think to be fair to them it was They'd have had to lost, yeah, lose all the games. Match goal, match was, the points. Yeah. And it was like a 27 goal difference. Was it goal? because they're playing away? Or just they oh, don't yeah, know where they're playing? They celebrated it so much because they're not playing at home again until yeah. after the split. Yeah. Which is uh, fair enough. I understand that. Yeah. But, yeah they, mean, uh, they must have been reeking. I, I love that Gerard ordered a crate or crates of Corona yeah. beer to, to Ibrox. showed him up with him in his boot. He just went yeah. to the Asda across the moon. They Is that what he did? Much as well. I think so, yeah. They weren't going to take it too far and then they did all that, which was just quite funny. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Rangers <laughs> champions. How does it feel, Hugh? After such a long wait... It was a good weekend. That's all <laughs> I have to say about it, wasn't it? It's an understatement. Oh. You could barely type by about 5pm on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice I just stopped replying to messages? Yeah. <laughs> just was like, nah, I can't be bothered. Oh, that must be such a good feeling. I, I want that feeling. You will at the end of the season, but it might just be a bit yeah, worse for you. And we've limped our way to it, assuming exactly. we win. Yours will be when the championship is the fact that everyone else is worse than us somehow. Yeah, like, okay, that's fair. Yeah, Celtic, uh, Celtic, oh dear. Rangers then afterwards, uh, the fans, not the club, <laughs> for a bit, got themselves. The club tried its most. Is that what they tried as hard as they could? Um, but... the, the fans, yeah, went and um, ripped up George Square, which <laughs> not great. Um, no. All the statues were left standing. Obviously, defending statues. But we're doing them. Um, But yeah, I I think I don't know how there wasn't more done for that, and I don't think it is Rangers' fault necessarily. I don't think that the Rangers players should have been celebrating with the fans that came to Murray Park. I get why they shouldn't have opened the windows and yeah. I get get why they would obviously, and I get why people. Do you know who opened all the windows? Stephen Gerrard. Nathan Patterson. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> his face, I'm pretty sure. So that's quite funny. Oh, I'd have laughed, though, if they'd opened the windows and then Jared was like, can you guys please go away? You're not meant to be here. Like, imagine <laughs> if he'd done that. He's just like, shush, shush. Uh, it was, I saw the Sky and STV doing a commentary today, Hi. but it was like from Saturday at the mm-hmm. ground. Um. And they were doing videos from outside Ibrox. And every time the guy was speaking, he was like, oh, we're going to have to stop because that's that tannoy on again of them asking Rangers fans to leave. 
So he kept he kept saying like it was happening. Just he was like, no one's listened to it, and yeah, it's fair you, enough. Yeah, would you? I, I absolutely understand why fans wanted to go to George Square and celebrate. I absolutely understand why they want to go to Murray Park or Ibrox or whatever. But like, I don't know. You shouldn't read the room. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I get it, but it's just a bit irresponsible. Understand that yeah. it's their first major trophy as a club in ten years. Yeah. Gotta have that slam there. <laughs> it also completely yeah. went over my head because I was drinking my water. That's fine. But yeah, um, yeah, mental. Just feels a bit strange. It feels a bit surreal that Rangers have won it. Yeah, tainted title. Does it really count? COVID times. Asterix Celtics last season. Asterix next to it, maybe. At, at least we've won enough games to actually. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, true. that's true. This true. is and and we did play some games in front of fans. They may be Ross County fans, but <laughs> was, that, was that it? Was that game? Yeah, that Ross County game where uh, they were in a low enough tier that they yeah, having fans, and <laughs> there was just no atmosphere, and it was the worst game ever because Sky decided to turn off the crowd noise for the first half because like oh, there's a crowd in, and it was just people from Ross County going ah. <laughs> Rubbish. That was actually shady. Great. Oh, um, and Nicholas might... threatened to cancel the old firm as well now, right? Which yeah. won't happen, but like... It won't happen. Um, I don't think it can But I'm happen. guessing I wouldn't be shocked from the start of next week. Um, both clubs putting out tweets almost every day being like, no. do not come. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that, That's one thing Rangers have... probably should have done. A tweet wouldn't have done anything. A tweet. What's well, a tweet going to do to already all the people standing there? But guys, Rangers are just tweeting. It's not it's necessarily not actually doing something because you can't stop the people unless you physically stop them. Yeah. But it's I think it would be the appearance of that. Just the, like appearing like you're trying to stop them. That's what that's what the government care about. They were saying yeah. it looked like Rangers weren't doing enough. Even though Rangers did do enough and they explained... In the letter, you know, we we liaised with the police and whatnot. Yeah. But if they put up social media posts, like days each day before the game, saying please don't. The way I kind of read it was more. It was the strategy they decided to go down was they'll just have Gerard say a lot, stay at home. Which is still the route they look like they're going because so far all it's been is Gerard just saying, just stay at home, stay home, please. (laughs) Yeah. So. Fair enough. Um, we have obviously more Scottish football news. We said it earlier. Derek McInnes is away. There's a couple of names in here. Ben, you said you had some names you thought had been linked to the job. Yeah, I, I've, I didn't link them. Yeah, no, <laughs> from, names you've heard, yeah from, from the names making predictions. That's not what I meant. I mean, Neil Lennon, it could have been me, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> um, I'll do go through it chronologically. This is just all from BBC. So there's Stephen Glass... He's an ex-Aberdeen player. He's the current manager at Atlanta United 2, so in the US. Yeah. So, as, I mean, I've got no idea what his managing style is like. There's uh, Jim Goodwin and Callum Davidson from no. St. Mirren and St. Johnson. Right. So, so the BBC picked that, but are they not both club legends? Like, they're both very much. Club. Both Callum club Davidson men. has cemented himself as a club legend. Yeah. 
Goodwin's uh, Simone man. Jim Goodwin has just signed a new contract. I think he's, he's on 15 grand a week. So he's I like, wouldn't pay that. What, what would McKenna's have been on? More than that. Yeah. I'm not Eight sure. Away prizes, <laughs> I'm not sure how much money McKenna's on was on, but Goodwin's like one of the top paid managers in the league by far. Well, not is by that, far, but. Is Sean Maloney? Is that. Yeah, you jumped a bit, but okay. Sorry, no, it just... I'll tell you that later. But yeah, Sean Maloney, that. who's obviously the assistant manager, assistant coach to yeah. Martinez for Belgium. Yeah. I mean, he's a good coach. I'd like that. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. That's what I want Scotland's kind of to become at the moment. Just the testing place for youth managers. I'd love it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'd read that. Yeah. I, I would have expected Maloney maybe to go to Celtic, not as a manager, but as the assistant. Maybe. I yeah. suppose you normally bring your assistant with you rather than just picking one out. What if, if Martinez went as well? Because um, on, on the Off The Ball podcast, someone was someone was saying, oh, get Martinez to go to Celtic. Why would he not pick Celtic over the Belgium national team like after the Euros? Because they expected Lenny to stay. And then they got in a big fight about it. Celtic won't know. Like, I just feel like it's not great. Like He's, he's a good manager, but I don't feel like he'll... Who? Martinez. No, probably not. He will respect him, though. I just don't feel like he's the right fit. No. Um, for Aberdeen still. Stephen Robinson, who's ex-Motherwell manager. I don't think that's a move forward. I think that's, again, a step sideways. Robinson. Oh, yeah, I saw that online. and it's I was just like, slightly diagonally backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where is he now? Or well, not not with the club, I guess. But Wait, it's house, guy. I imagine. This guy. guy. <laughs> I think where he was before. Um, can't remember. <laughs> Lenny was actually on the list. That wasn't me. <laughs> I mean, nah. I don't think it'll happen. Nah. After everything that he did this season and said. Does he go back into management? Is my next question. No, he'll be a pundit and he'll get rinsed. I think he'll be a very good pundit, pundit actually. Oh, he will be. I, I don't want... See, I don't want to be a manager, but I don't want to be a pundit either because I can't be bothered. Sporting director of Celtic Football Club. Oh, I'd love it. Imagine that. They sacked him, but it was actually just to give him another job. Director <laughs> imagine, of football. Imagine a football club doing that. <laughs> um, the, the last one's a weird one. It's Enzo Maresca, who's a coach under Pep at City. Let's not do that. We saw how bad that went with uh, Kelly. Is he not what? the one that's like front-runner for the Celtic job more so than Aberdeen? Uh, I've seen his name I, with I, that Celtic job. Okay, that might have been the Celtic job. I might have got confused there, to be fair. I've seen his name linked with the Celtic Good job. Good luck with this. for the Celtic job, this list you've got, and Lenny's still on. <laughs> bring him back. He's a club legend. Bring him back. <laughs> the club legend. If we just uh, sack him, then bring him back in September. Who's, who's, will he remember? Will he remember? <laughs> he yeah. just a moustache. That's him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Maresco's one that I've seen of a lot of Celtic. Yeah. Fans maybe, but maybe like Aberdeen as well. Maybe. Um, Again, that it's just an interesting one because, like, he's very much a project manager. Um, yeah. Which isn't at all what Celtic need, but also at the same time, it is. But I don't know if Celtic fans or Celtic board have the patience to stick by a project. Celtic manager. currently need a big name. Celtic need like a guy that's going to come in next season, revamp that squad, and win the league title. Yeah, because yeah. Rangers obviously could get Gerard because they. 
could afford the rebuild because they didn't have the pressure of having yeah, to I win. Think, I think when Rangers brought, title. I think when Rangers brought Gerard in, they didn't expect to win the title the season after. No, they knew it'd be a pre-season thing. Season after that, and having Gerard has worked perfectly for Rangers. Yeah, I don't think Celtic can afford to do what Rangers did with Gerard. I think that yeah. Celtic need a win now manager. If Celtic go into a period of three, how long has Gerard been there? Three seasons. This is third season. If Celtic go into a period of three seasons where they're finishing second and not performing in Europe to the greatest of extent. Um, I was going to say aside from last season with Rangers because they were really good in Europe last year. Um, I, I don't think that the fans have the patience for that and I don't think that it's what they need. They need no. a manager that's going to win now and there's just not many managers on the planet that can do that. Honestly, they're I also successful. Just... Obviously, there's quite a lot of managers that could like do that but like there's not many that could come to Celtic. The worrying thing is you always see managers come in and underestimate the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's always going to happen. going to underestimate it. And they'll need to bring in a backroom staff that know the Scottish game. Yeah. They'll, like they'll probably change the backroom that... staff. Oh, yeah, they'll change it. All, they'll some some it. people don't when they come to it. They will. Like, but they, they will. Because they're going to bring in such a name, a big one. They should bring in such a big name that they should have a coaching staff. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's Gerard's main issue when he came in. Yeah. He brought in Gary McAllister, which was the Scottish one. Like he knows the game, but yeah. he hadn't been in the Scottish game for a while. Yeah, and it changed, and it took that a period of time to get to know what the teams are like. Yeah. I don't feel like you're going to get that, especially with all the rumours that going to bring in a new director of football as well. Yeah, but then there's the other thing: like you bring in a director of football and a new CEO. So they're going to have a manager until at least they've got. Till the new CEO's in. I'd be shocked if they get one before that. Yeah. No, um, it's gonna be I think end of May, June time when they get when they announce that, the That's manager. when that guy starts. So that's when that guy's new oh, job oh, is really? okay. gonna, Surely that new guy's not like, oh Lowell can just pick that and I'll come in after. Yeah, he's gonna want that. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be his first like Lowell will probably get Lenny back in. <laughs> <laughs> he might pick himself at this rate. Um... Oh, imagine he gives himself a three year contract. <laughs> What are you going to do? Pay me? <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's there's really not many managers that know the Scottish game well enough and are still... There's not many managers that have come from Scotland and gone on to bigger, better things that would come back as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, really hope that it's McInnes, uh, just because it would be so funny. It would, it would never be. <laughs> but just imagine. It's weird though, because, well, two seasons ago... McInnes, you could you could see McInnes going to Celtic or Rangers at some point in his future. Loads of Rangers fans wanted it. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you got <laughs> loads. I was very happy when he turned down the contract. Um, but now I don't see McInnes getting a top job like that. No. Especially because Celtic fans would see him and they're like, "We don't want to play." Five at the back. To be fair to McInnes, I don't know if he's that bad a manager. Like it, it's impressive to come third every year in Scotland. Like that's still decent. Like that's that's not bad. Yeah, his record but is exceptional. He can't make the step up. I think was the issue yeah. at Aberdeen, more so than him being. And Aberdeen must have had the funds for it as well. Yeah, yeah. Not this season. Well, not this season, but they before. Had, they had before, they were. 
Um, they could have pushed a bit f- more, I think. The, the main so issue is, like, sure, getting third's impressive and that gets you European football. But it's that it's the taking the next step to get past the first knockout bound. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Um, so it'll be really, it'll be really exciting who wins the Scottish Cup this year. It will be. That will be. No matter who wins the Scot- whoever gets that European spot from the Scottish Cup, mm-hmm. is guaranteed European group stage football, whether it's the European oh, really? or the Conference. Because you oh. go into the fourth round playoff for the Europa League. So that means you can either go win the two legs. Go oh, yeah. League, and then you lose and you go into the league. Is that thanks to Coefficient FC? Yep. Thank you. Coefficient FC. We love it. We love it. Uh, should we move on to the championship? Or should we talk about Europe whilst we're on the topic of Europe? Could do that. We'll talk about I would just I put off talking about Inverness as long as I can. Okay, we'll, we'll save you then. And whilst we're talking about Europe, we'll talk about Rangers, who, as of recording, are playing tomorrow night against... Slavia? Slavia Prague. Slavia Prague. I didn't forget. No, I know what I'm doing. Is this Slavia Slavia Prague. Yeah, but it was Slavia Prague. Yeah, but what Celtic play? See, this confused me at the time. It's the other one. Yeah. Celtic played Sparta, right? Oh, they did. Did you see the tweet? No, <laughs> it was one of the news guys saying how Rangers have changed their COVID protocols for going over there, because um, there's so many cases. So normally you'd arrive in the country, go to the stadium, do something else, go to the hotel, but this time it's go to the hotel. Um, someone went out the day before and tested all the hotel staff that were going to be working in the hotel overnight. Fair. Um, COVID, so that none of them tested positive. Wait, Rangers, then, someone from Rangers did that, someone from FIFA did that? Rangers, supposedly. Okay. Because they wanted to make sure like, there was just no yeah, that's fair. positive tests. Um, and then from there, they'll just go to the stadium on a day, be in there the whole day, and then back on the plane. So, the billing contact. Nothing for Nicola to complain about there. Which you can't, I know it's a, nope. it's a weak sport, so... Um, yeah, that that I think that could actually, that could be really detrimental to Rangers actually the way they're doing that. I think especially because yeah. most of them will be hungover. That's when you'll get early bed. <laughs> no, but like just changing it all and like changing the way they're doing everything, it'll probably just be like something completely different. You don't you want to just be doing something that you're used to. But the only difference is they're not taking a walk out in the pitch. Well, maybe they want to see what it's like. Yeah, they can do that in a day. Get used to the size of the pitch, you know? Yeah, well, they weren't going to go and train on it. That's fair. Where will they train? I feel like teams normally get to train on the pitch in their year. They do. You always see it. Yeah, but the teams normally sure. fly in like two days the before. morning or the day before and then train at the night. Rangers just done a training session this morning. Okay. Uh, and flew out. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know actually how Rangers are going to be because there'll probably be a bit of complacency just based on like not that they think they're going to win this game but just on like base of the league yeah I, I don't know if they will be complacent I don't maybe, I don't think complacency is the right, right word hopefully McGregor can lift his head up yeah. you should have seen <laughs> this, this afternoon what? he still looked rough <laughs> well, he's, he's an old man it takes long for them to get over that video is so funny <laughs> just lifting his fist 
because you've heard funny stories about like like Andy Halliday on um what's it called Open Go speaking about how McGregor's such a lightweight and that like it's funny to actually see it. Um, he posted a thing in his Insta the next day and it was McCoyst and Hutton and all that ripping into him for being a lightweight. Yeah. <laughs> Great. But yeah, I, I think... I don't know how good the Slavia Prague side are. Obviously, they beat Leicester in the last round, but Leicester so were... Leicester were diabolical. And it was their second straight game. I think it would be a very tough game. I think it would be harder than the game against Antwerp or the games against Antwerp. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's, it's a shame there's no fans. Well organized side defensively, Aye. yeah, because they were really good last season, and then obviously, uh, uh, their best player from last season was Suchek, and he's now one of the best midfielders in the Prem or well, best defensive midfielders. And I think Slavic Prague have always been a team that are just surprisingly really good, yeah, but they're, um, in, a, they're yeah. in a pretty similar situation to Rangers this season in that they're unbeaten totally. in the league and are absolutely just walking it. I don't think they've won it yet, but like mm-hmm. they're uh, they're doing, doing they seem to be doing pretty well. Um, I, I hope it's a really good game. They're eleven points clear. Us back spot Prague. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really difficult game. Um, they were also should mention they were Champions League side that came third yeah, yeah. rather than a Europa League side. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I don't know if that makes it. Oh wait, no. They might, regular come, they might not have come third. They might have come through. They might have got knocked out in the uh, qualifiers. No, are you out, out then? Or do you still go through? You go into... Yeah, no, no that's no, how it worked. Yeah. The line, they went through normally. <laughs> yeah, but they, they were in the Champions League. They finished second in Group C. But they were in the Champions League. Oh, qualifiers. The league. Qualifiers. Oh, qualifiers. Oh, qual- okay, I thought you meant they were in the group. That's, that's, that's what I understood as well. Well, that's what I thought, but then I got it wrong. <laughs> they played. They lost to Midtjylland uh, from Denmark. Denmark. Oh, we'll pump them then. Pump Midtjylland last season, uh, didn't we? But Slavia Prague did beat Bayer Leverkusen and Nice. They beat Leverkusen once. They got pumped by them the second time. They beat Nice twice. The well, Nice aren't actually doing very well in. That's France. fine. We beat Nice two 0 in the first trophy of the season. <laughs> nice aren't doing very well in France this year, and Leverkusen no. are. Seemingly quite average in uh, Germany this year, but yeah, I mean, I, it'll definitely be a tight game. It'll be a very interesting watch. It depends, I guess, on just just what happens. Whatever happens, happens. On just something, we'll find out in a minute. Here he is. I'm back. I froze. Hey, I'm back. Say what you're gonna say. Whatever happens, happens, is what I said. It, I did the say listeners it. heard you, but we didn't. You know, I, I, so just I, I, I just say nothing. I didn't say anything. I said nothing of note. I think it'll be an interesting <laughs> game, and I think that Rangers are going to win 2-1, because I want them to. Away. I mean, it doesn't really matter at the moment, apart from jet lag. Um, yeah, I'd, honestly, if we come up with a win, I'd be quite surprised. Maybe a 2 each. Um, two I each. think a 2 all. If we go away with two away goals, yeah, we buzz it. That's true. huge, actually, yeah. Do you think you play a lot more defensively than you played in Antwerp? Because obviously that first game in Antwerp was like very open. All, all we have to do is play solidly defensively. We don't need to play defensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The defence needs to be a bit more solid. Yeah. Um, because against Antwerp both times, it was horrific. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. Like, 
Yeah, Rangers yeah. don't actually concede a lot of shots on goal. I think I sent you guys that photo this week, but they don't. Con- they just conceded in the top, like the top five leagues, and then also Holland, Scotland, and Portugal. Rangers have conceded mm-hmm. both the least goals per game and the least shots on target per game. So yeah. they, they, they've seen. I mean, obviously it's Scotland, so like you're playing against teams like Hamilton and Ross County. But who are nothing in comparison to Prague. But also, you've got like they, they seem to be pretty good at closing down the shooter before they shoot, which is something that's very important, especially. Rangers are very good at winning the ball back. Yeah, and also not losing the ball. A Sunday league manager general. would love them. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that'll be interesting to see that. And is, is the next the next legs next week, or do they do two weeks when it gets to this round? No, it's, it's next week. Yeah, yeah. There's no um, and there's no. Uh, midweek or weekend game? No weekend game for Rangers. But next week is yes. a huge game for Rangers. They're yeah, huge, that's fine. We we'll already week. went through to the um, round of eight, group of eight. Round of 16. No, we're in 16 at the moment, are we not? We're in 32. No, we're in 32 because it's 16. Because it's round of 16. Yeah. No, he's right. Yeah. Um, the quarterfinals is what it's called, not the round of eight. <laughs> ah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, yeah, we'll move on to the championship. Uh, we can talk first about Hearts because we actually won a game. Yes. And and you are a tactical genius. Two up top, and we Two played well. Um, Andy Halliday is a winger. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. What a weekend! What is going on? At God, great weekend to be a Rangers fan. It must be one of Halliday's best weekends of his life. <laughs> Probably it scored a goal and Rangers won. Yeah, delete. Well, oh, and so, a game. Just an Yeah, he's used to that now. Um, How do you play? Well, actually, um, pretty well. Um, I think the the goal that Dundee scored was more just like a lapse of concentration uh, than anything. Um, yeah, I thought Hearts played really well. We, we had a, a it was actually kind of a diamond in midfield where everyone was just shifting everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. It was mostly McInef and Halliday on the wings, and then mostly Gary Mackay Stephen in behind the striker as like a okay. attacking mid, which uh, he should never, ever, ever, ever play again in his life. Um, not oh, good was at it. Bad? No, he wasn't good at it. He wasn't good at it. Um, he he, oh, he, he that's quite surprising. He missed two absolute sitters. In fact, there was a point where the ball was on the line and he blocked it. Amazing. <laughs> um, but then he also had like classic Guy Rakai Stephen where he takes on like three players and then he played a really, really nice ball uh, into Nandouye who scored our second goal. Um, mm-hmm. Although I don't know if you'll get the assist because Nandouye's first shot hits the keeper and then it bounces back and hits Nandouye on his like shin, foot, ankle area and then it goes in. So I don't think Guy Rakai Stephen actually gets the assist for that. Um, That's upsetting. But he, that was really good. I think a lot yeah. of the issue with Garbakai Steven is he doesn't get any time on the ball. Like, Hearts yeah. players are just closed down so quickly because every team needs to be defensively solid uh, against Hearts, which obviously makes sense. So I just don't think he gets the time on the ball. I think, assuming he's still here next year, which he should be by his contract, um, then we'll, we'll see a lot more of vintage. Gary Mackay Stephen. It's not been working very well so far. I think if you rainbow flick someone in the championship, they'd fly kick you in the head. 
So understandably as well. <laughs> oh yeah, who was the player for Rangers that did that? Was that him? Yeah, that was that was very funny. So funny. Uh, but yeah, Hearts were actually really good. Um, and Peter Haring came on at the end, which was really nice to see. But then he um, slide tackled someone at the knees and got sent off <laughs> four minutes into coming on, um, which isn't that great. Four, Robbie Nielsen just laughing. <laughs> well, because I, I really like Peter Haring, and there's, there's a lot of Hearts fans that really like Peter Haring, and um, he, I, I think that he should be playing centre back for Hearts because he can pass the ball and he's obviously a really good defender as well. But he, Robbie Nielsen doesn't seem to like him. So Harry coming on the pitch and getting sent off four minutes later probably doesn't, doesn't help, help us. Yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, we're interested to see what happens. Hart said today that they weren't going to appeal the red, which makes sense because it's just a waste of money. It was definitely a red card. I don't know mm-hmm. why he was even complaining. Um, Robbie Nielsen had to hold Haring back actually from shutting at the ref at the end of the game. Um, so yeah, not not a great day for Peter Haring, but a good day for Hearts. All in all, it puts us. Uh, 50, it put us 15 clear, but obviously Wraith had three games in hand at that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but now Wraith only have one game in hand. Uh, we speak about both, uh, just the one Wraith games now, actually. Um, they played midweek and they drew at home to air, which is really big for Hearts. Um, yeah, massive. A decent result for air as well. Really big result for air as well. A six-pointer. Good week for air, actually. 2-0 win away at Morton. Um, as well. Against High Flying Morton as well. High Flying Morton. Yeah, that's... Um... Considering, considering everything else going on... Actually, they weren't High Flying. Considering everything else going on at the club. Yeah. Morton no, done I, pretty well this Morton's season. having a really good season, yeah, all yeah. things considered. Um, and obviously, Morton, as as Ben must know from this week, are a really hard team to beat. Because um, they... Especially they, at home. lost to Morton, right? Is that, that's what happened, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about it, or well, I was going to talk about the Alloa game first. Okay, at least, well, at least we've got a point. Didn't win that one. Um, yeah, we've not managed to beat Alloa yet this season. Oh, fuck, I, I didn't. Really, I thought you'd beat Alloa. I was like, at least you. No, no, we did. We've not managed to beat the bottom team in the league. We yet this were season. saying last week when we were recording this podcast, we were like, this could be, this could be it for Inverness. They're going to come away from this with at the minimum of four points, four points but probably yeah. six, oh, oh, and they'll be in the playoffs and it'll be fine. You know, sit in the relegation playoff. Or a second ball. Yeah. Not even a very nice position. One game in hand. But one not... game in hand. Right. To be fair, that one game in hand could put you all the way up to sixth. Yeah. <laughs> but that's on the assumption that Inverness actually win a game of football. We don't Wait. imagine Shit. that. Since yeah, since really... Robbo, since Neil McCann came in, you've amassed two points from it five is games. harsh, to be fair, because there's not a lot you can do about... Uh, family incident or a personal incident happening in someone's life and your manager yeah, having to leave like that's there's nothing you can you can choose who the incoming manager is and it's kind of looking right now like Neil McCann wasn't the best choice maybe he was the only person available it's quite hard to get a manager in at that short notice who presumably will do it for relatively cheap as well yeah and also for a few weeks yeah so I mean I that's Inverness just, without a win in six or five, is it? Five, yeah. We won the last game that Rob was there. Um, I would really like if this week you could beat Wraith Rovers. Um, I would like that too, Hamish, funnily enough. <laughs> That's a bit weird, that. I do. You know, we play, we play Wraith twice this week. You do? And we've not 
we've not lost to Wraith yet this season. The team we've been best against is Wraith this season. Yeah, and you're it's on the only Inverness are, have been all right when they played in the BBC so far. Yeah. So. I've I've been absolutely fucking shattered though. Yeah, you play Friday, Tuesday, and then you play the subsequent Saturday, and then you play I the subsequent been... Tuesday, then the Saturday. Then I don't know how we managed, like, because we were we had the lowest amount of games played, but we've now played more games than Wraith, Dunfermline, Dundee yeah. in the league. I don't know how that's happened. Well, think about it this way, Ben. If you win the Scottish Cup, you get European football. <laughs> oh, yeah, but League One. It's <laughs> a good Imagine point. how exciting that's going to be if just, like, it's two absolute ditties. That would be nice. I've, I want that. I want that. And they go up against, like, who do who we played in the fourth round? Warsaw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it would be really great if a championship side won the Scottish Cup. And I think it would be really great if they were based in Edinburgh, War Maroon. That would be, ideally, that's who wins the Scottish Cup this year. So what you're saying is you'll be in the championship next season? This year. Okay. Yeah. In the championship side would have won the Scottish Cup. Yeah, fair. We almost did it for last year's Scottish Cup. It's true. <laughs> Which would have meant nothing. It would have meant everything to me. Uh, Queen of the South managed to continue their stupidly good run of form. Um, very good at football. Four it's wins in a row. Four wins Imagine. in a row. Unbeaten in five. Might be more than that, actually. Uh... Our both aren't looking particularly pretty at the bottom there. After they went on a decent run of form themselves, actually. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, just I, I, Queen of the South. I don't know where this has come from. Because they were after the. the teams around them have game two games in hands on them. That's true. Martin are on twenty two with nineteen played. No, even still, they'll be, they'll be fifth at the lowest. Yeah. If Dundee catch up, I think the first. Games, I think that we all kind of accepted that Queen of the South would finish rock bottom, and they've absolutely turned their season around in the last after, 10 yeah, games. After the first few games, I was like, it's between Aloha, Upgrowth, and Queen of the South. Yeah, Why? well, two of the threes, right? Yeah, um, I that one with Woody seems like a really good signing for them. He's about to get a seven match ban, yeah, yeah, okay, but football wise, not. Party-wise, not, not code regulation-wise, but football-wise, he seems to have been a wee boost to the team. Yeah, definitely. We've got lots of decent players. I could see them getting uh, ransacked from better teams in the league and maybe lower-half teams. a common theme of uh, championship football when a, a side like Queen of the South are overperforming, you would say. Um, they just get yeah. ransacked at the end of the season and then become relegation yeah. fodder again. Were they the ones that have Ur Willy? Yeah. I can't Ur-Willy. believe that. It's actually yeah. a player called Ur Willy. What? I don't think it is a player called Ur Willy. I think they were saying it's our... Like, he's ours and he's called Willy. More than just... I thought his name was actually Ur and I was like, that's a sensational <laughs> name. That's what I was like, why didn't he go to Dundee if he's called Ur Willy? Oh, he's such an idiot. You don't have anyone called... Ben, you're having a great week this week, mate. Great week. A what? Or Willie? <laughs> Maybe um, I thought Martin Ball was. No, you said A what there? I thought you were being like A what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you also thought Martin Boyle was Irish. Um, 
Good for you. Mason Boy. I said they call him Mason Boy. And, and also Irish. That would have been awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! It's uh, London Derry. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh dear! Right, Inverness lost uh, midweek. That's funny. Not for me. For We're me not either. good. For any other fan of that... football. Y- yes. Morton are good. Cali uh, at the moment are not. Are That's all good? I want to say about that game. They were good on the day. Fair. Fair enough. Fair That's all I want to say about that. Right, let's speak about the Prem games coming up this weekend because we've been speaking for far too long. Um, oh, yeah. We've only got the two to speak about. We've got Livy playing at home to Hamilton and then we've got County playing at home to Hibs. This is all part of game week 32 for fantasy, so nothing really going to say to add to it. Um, I think we're all hoping for a decent performance from Martin Boyle. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I'd like Nisbet to score slash Ross Lidlock keep a clean sheet. Could they do both? Oh, no. Uh, difficult. Yeah, I want Boyle to put in as many goals as he fancies. And Callahan and Forrest just to go for it. Just to really try. Yeah, just have fun, lads. I I would take another nil nil for Hamilton to be fair. Clean sheet for I would Guthrie. take that two for the John Guthrie Captain Edge. Yeah. Yeah. That would be decent. And then yeah, I Oh then definitely not actually I want <laughs> Ross Callahan. If anyone's got county players except Ben who picks Ross Redlock Ross Red Ross Wade Walk. Alright, Jonathan Wass. <laughs> no, I don't. No, no, we don't. Uh, good. Championship weekend. We have Inverness right. went home to Wraith, as we already said. Hoping myself as a Hearts fan for an Inverness win. I assume Ben is also for Inverness Thank you. win. Ranger, uh, Rangers. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, Dundee play at home to Arbroath. Dunfermline play at home for Morton. Again, as a Hearts fan, hoping for a favour off of. Uh, Morton there. Yep. Who's I've played at home to Aloha in the both of us maybe should have been relegated this year but one of us isn't going to be Derby. <laughs> um, Hearts have played at home to Air. hopefully we can just get another win a bit routine and then Rafe play this time at home to Inverness on the Tuesday coming and also on that Tuesday night we've got Dundee playing at home to Air. How exciting. Isn't it? Big week. There's just going to be double game weeks absolutely everywhere in the championship for the fourth, forthcoming. Um, mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I mean, it, it's mental how much that table could change this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just such a Especially tight division. Air having a double game week as well. Yeah. I mean, if you think, say, say, I mean, if Inverness managed to win both their games, even, like, chances are probably not, but the, even still, that puts Rafe pretty much out. Uh, of a Inverness two points behind race. Yeah, like it changes everything, even stuff stuff like that. And that is wild. <laughs> God, um, that would also be really nice. They're second top and we're second bottom. Yeah, yeah. I think what we can all say though, Aloha are out again in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, there's two I certainties. Mean, every one of their games. Two certainties, and it's that Aloha are probably down and Hearts are probably up. I think that's 
Yeah. Everything else, anything can happen. Which is mental. The film could get relegated. They probably won't, but they could. <laughs> good, good. All right, uh, we shall wrap it up there. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, feel free to follow us over on Twitter at HoofballPod. We shall be releasing. Uh, we should be okay. We'll be releasing this uh, another episode again next week. So make sure to look out for that. And uh, thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> so bad. Bye. bye.